Lord, you are here. You are risen. We are here. Pour your love into our hearts, into our spirits, into our very lives. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. I don't know if any of you are familiar with the name N.T. Wright. He was the Bishop of Durham in England. I don't know if he still is or if he's retired. But he has written many, many commentaries. And in his commentary on John, he says that if you go out into the world and you ask people at random what is the most important um, celebration um, to Christians that the answer is anybody have a guess? Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. And which is great irony because if it weren't for Easter we wouldn't even be celebrating Christmas. I mean, you know, kind of work backwards. But it also gives us an understanding of, of what's happened to the world and, and where we are today in our lives. Now, I don't know if you've ever read a book that you really loved and then reread the book. Anybody here done that? And you're reading it the second time or the third time, but it doesn't have quite the power because what? You know, you know the ending, right? You know the ending. And I think that that is very true for us as we walk through Lent and get to Easter. We know the ending. So yes, we can do all those things and we can be faithful, but we also know from the very beginning that there's going to be good news. Well, as we enter our gospel today, I want you to think of yourself like Mary. You're going to go someplace and you have no idea what's going to happen. And so we encounter Mary Magdalene, and I want to make it clear, Mary Magdalene is not the one that gets all the bad rap. Jesus had cast out seven demons from her. She was a faithful follower. She was not a prostitute. She was not, as I think Dan, what's his name, said in his book, The Wife of Jesus or something. She was just simply a follower. Jesus had done an amazing thing in her life, and from that point on, she followed him. So, and she's at the cross. And so it is dark. You're in the dark. It is dark on that morning when she goes to the tomb. And she's grief-stricken. And she doesn't know what is going to happen. How can this event have occurred? How could Jesus, who she had followed and loved and cared for, how could he be dead? Remember when Jesus says to Peter, you know, I'm going to die, and Peter says, no, 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 you're not, because that's not a job description for a Messiah. <laughs> and that's where Mary is, how, how broken she is. And so she goes to the tomb to grieve. 
Are you there? It's probably still pretty cool in the morning. Tears may be dripping down your face. You're alone. Your whole world has been turned upside down. And you go to the tomb. And Mary finds that the stone has been rolled away. Now this shouldn't have happened. The stone has been rolled away. And she doesn't understand that. And she runs back. And she gets Peter and John, who is the one that it always says the disciple Jesus loved. And they come racing to the tomb, and Peter, in his usual fashion, rushes in first. And finally, John looks in. And he says an interesting thing. He said, you know, he got it. And it makes me wonder, did something from something Jesus had said, something like, well, you won't see me, but I'll be there. You know, something clicked with him. But he doesn't, John in the stuff doesn't elaborate on that. And then here's the strangest part of the whole story. John and Peter run back to their home. And they leave Mary all by herself. I mean, there's no indication that they ask her to come back with them or do anything. They leave this woman weeping in the garden all by herself. I can't, that's just hard for me to fathom. I just think it's so puzzling. And so Mary stands there weeping and she's grieving. And finally, she goes up and she looks in the tomb. And she sees two angels. Now, Peter and John didn't see any angels. But the angels are there. And the angels ask her a question that's very strange to me. And they say, why are you weeping? Well, of course she's weeping. Jesus is dead. And she says, I've taken away my Lord. And I don't know where to don't know where to find him. What am I going to do? Where is he? And at that point, she sees someone she thinks is the gardener. And she questions him. And he calls her by name. And she knows immediately that it's Jesus. Because he called her by name. And she has heard him a million times say, Mary. And she goes to him and he says, don't hold on to me as yet, because I haven't ascended to my father. But go and tell my brothers, and I want you to hang on to that. We're going to come back to the my brothers thing. Go and tell my brothers that I'm ascending to my God and their God, my father and their father. And Mary rushes back and tells the disciples, who have all left and are hiding out in their house, I have seen the Lord. And in about the second century, somewhere in the second or third century, some bishop said, Mary Magdalene 
is the apostle to the apostles. She has seen the Lord. She carries the good news. So that's where we are. She's not weeping anymore. She rushes in. She tells the disciples, I have seen the Lord. Now, she's the first actual witness. And if it were absolutely true that Mary Magdalene had been there and had done this, it would not have been written this way. Because one of the guys would have taken credit. (laughs) So you know it's true. Eve and Adam were in and got thrown out of. 
gardens are important places. And Jesus, Mary Magdalene thinks Jesus is the gardener. Now, kind of ironic, but there's also a sense of truth in it because he is bringing in a whole new creation. He is planting and building and sowing a whole new creation. The first words of John's Gospel say, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word became flesh. And that's what we're experiencing in this garden. In the beginning, and now a new creation through Jesus' death and resurrection. Jesus has come, he has brought life into the world, and life into the world. And everything, everything is made new. Now there's new life, new hope, new joy, new experiences. It's like Easter, right? Exciting and fun and joyful. And Mary Magdalene, the woman apostle, is the one who proclaims for the first time, I have seen the Lord. John's Gospel makes it clear how important women were in a time when women were given little importance in society. So, here it is. Easter. The Lord is risen. Lord is risen indeed. Hallelujah. We are joyful and happy and need to know once again in our lives Things are made new. Yes, we grieve. Yes, we have pain. Yes, we have sorrows. But, yes, we have Jesus to walk with us, to be with us, to stand with us, and to call us brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. Amen.